Hey everybody, this is Dave Miller, owner and director of operations at Brewery 424 in Holland, Michigan. And this is the first ever Brewery 424 podcast. So, welcome. This is something that we've been talking about doing for quite a while. And it's just never reached the top of our list of things to do. It seems like when you own a small business that things keep coming at you no matter what. And uh, every time you sit down and think, hey... Maybe tonight would be a good night to work on the podcast. That's when you get a call from a bartender because the sink broke or, uh, you know, something happened in the back of house and, and you got to go in and, and unclog something and all of those fun things that a business owner does. So one of the blessings of COVID, and there, there are very few, is that um, it has forced us to slow down a little bit and kind of reassess things and maybe look at some things that we haven't had a chance to do yet. And so I thought, what better time to maybe take some lemons and make lemonade uh, when everybody's trapped in the house, you're kind of losing your marbles, maybe you get a chance to go outside and go for a run and listen to a podcast, and, and everyone's life has slowed down a little bit because of this. And at the same time, we also have a lot of information that we need to convey to all of you. You're all wondering what's going on with the brewery and the industry and and everything with all this mess. So. Um, what better time for me to sit down for a little bit and, uh, and talk in your ear for a little bit. So FYI, I'm trying to do this all in one shot, not going to do any editing or anything like that. So bear with me. I'm trying to be a, a, a one take wonder here and not have a whole bunch of speech, speech disfluencies as I fumble across my words, of course, as I say that perfect timing. Um, so not real sure how this is going to evolve over time. We, um, we may do this weekly. It may be monthly. Who knows? Maybe this will be the only time I ever do it. But uh, it seemed like a good time to sit down and, and give it a shot anyway. So here we are. Hopefully you give me some feedback on, on how terrible I am and things that I need to fix. And uh, I can work on those things and, and try to improve it as we go forward. So with that let's get off and running a little bit on um on what's been going on here initially the idea behind doing a podcast was that um i could bring customers behind the scenes a little bit to tell you things uh that we're working on things that are in process new beers that are coming out festival stuff all those good things that um that i get asked on a regular basis when i when you when customers see me in the bar and obviously there's some things behind the scenes we can talk about, but there's nothing really in the world going on right now quite like uh, the situation uh, with COVID-19 and, and what it's done um, to everybody. Uh, you know, obviously us being a small business, um, having to cease... Um, serving from the tap for customers in-house, which was 95-ish percent of our sales prior to this, um, and have to completely adjust our business model on the fly to figure out how we're going to pick up the pieces and keep moving forward is, um, is just a monumental challenge. And, um, you know, the, the thing that has kind of kept me going and, um, kept me from dwelling on any of this because it, it, it does, it's a, it's a suck situation. The reality is 
a lot of people have it a lot worse than we do. Uh, there's whole businesses that are completely shut down that have no way to bring in revenue right now. And people that are, um, people that are laid off, people that are check to check and, you know, it's, it's awful. Um, and people that are sick and no matter what, um, no matter how crappy your situation is right now, the reality is somebody probably has it way worse than you do. And so, um, we're blessed to be able to, uh, even with the stay at home order, be allowed to continue to do carry out. Beer is considered food. Uh, it is licensed that way. We pay the same food license as any full service restaurant does. And so, uh, we are allowed to continue with carry out service. Uh, and we'll, we'll get to all that kind of stuff later. Um, but the big thing right now, uh, as you're probably aware, we decided to take a week off and slow things down just a little bit and try to try to do things better when um you know this is has all come at us really really fast in the last week and a half when i think back um 10 days ago on a saturday night um you know we were we were pretty busy and uh it was that night that aaron and i you know were were kind of looking at the sales totals and looking at the security footage and um seeing how many people were in um you know, and mingling about. And honestly, uh, we did not feel comfortable with it. Um, we, um, Aaron and I both have a background in public health. Um, Aaron's worked at health departments across the state and then, um, at the federal level with the food and drug administration. And I myself worked for Ottawa County department of public health for a little over five years. And, you know, so we're, we're, while we were both environmental health, um, not necessarily on the clinical side or communicable diseases, um, we definitely have a, a, enough exposure to this sort of thing to know how serious it is. And so um, that Sunday night, we had already made the decision that uh, starting the following week, we were going to go to carry out only. Um, and then, of course, uh, that following day on Monday is when the governor's order for carry out only came in. So at least we were one day ahead of the curve on that. Um, obviously we, we felt pretty strongly along the way that there was going to be a stay at home order issued. Um, and we're just kind of waiting to see what that was going to look like. And it did kind of come across the way we anticipated that it would. Um, one of the hardest parts for us of being able to go from, uh, doing in-house sales on almost everything to doing strictly carry out, uh, we normally don't do that much carry out. And so the amount of cans to do carry out, the amount of growlers and howlers to do carry out that you have to have on hand is a fraction of what you need to go full-time carry out sales. And that's what every single small brewery right now is running into. Uh, because I was ahead of the curve, I was able to get cans ordered that Sunday. I was able to get more growlers ordered that Sunday. I know for a fact that all of those suppliers were absolutely inundated in the following days. And so now it's getting really hard for everyone to get a hold of glassware, get a hold of cans and all the things that we need to ramp up production to do more carry out. It's not like we can just flip a switch and say, okay, we're good. Uh, we've been clicking along selling a hundred cans a week. And so we've got enough cans to last us for the next three months to going, okay, now we're clicking along at 800 cans a week and we've got enough to last two weeks and it takes a month to get another order in. So those are some of the logistics that we're dealing with. Um, 
as you guys can imagine, it's just a nightmare trying to trying to deal with all that, and, and it's it's hectic enough in this environment. Um, trying to operate when it's evolving so fast, and you don't know where anything is going to be in two or three days, and to have a, a product that you produce that generally takes two weeks to go from production to being ready, to have to be able to come up with a production schedule to where we have any idea how much beer we're going to need, what beer we're going to need, or if we're even going to be able to sell it in 14 days from now is pretty much impossible. So we're doing our best with it. We're, we're trying to figure out um, what makes the most sense for you guys and us. And, and last week was just crazy trying to adjust to all that, figure it out, figure out a plan, and to keep us all, all safe and healthy. Um, and we really got to the end of the week and I was pretty much just fried and frazzled and I had some ideas about ways we could do things differently to completely limit um, our exposure um, and do everything that we possibly can to make sure that um, you, our customers, our staff, and myself are not having um, any close contact. And so that's when we made the decision to shut it down for a week, kind of retool some things here, um, catch up a little bit on brewing, and come up with a better plan to be able to do things. And so what we came up with was the idea of doing curbside pickup only. I have been in the process of building out our web store. Uh, so there will be a web portal, portal where you'll be able to go online, order all of your beer in whatever growlers or howlers or cans that you like, and do that ahead of time. We will have it all filled. There'll be a time frame for that and then a time frame for pickup. And so when you do have to leave the house to go get your necessities, you can stop by the brewery um, and we'll have spots up front for, for a carry out. We'll bring it right out to your car. You don't have to get out. You don't have to touch any door handles. You don't have to do anything like that. And neither do we. We'll be able to glove up. Uh, we will have all your cans and growlers sanitized on the outside when we put them away in the fridge. Uh, and we'll have all of our door handles and everything sanitized and we'll be gloved up and be sanitizing as we go with that. So um, it'll pretty much be as sterile of an environment as we can possibly pull off to do those sort of things. So we want to keep you guys safe and we want to keep ourselves safe. Um, so that's what we're going to be doing starting next week. Um, probably Tuesday as normal. We'll, I would imagine we would be closed on Monday because no one really expects us to be open Monday because we never are. So we'll probably get rolling with that on Tuesday next week and um, keep an eye out for future details and, and how exactly all of that is going to work. And um, hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll adjust and feel it out and get better at it as we go like we have with everything else. I know um, several people have reached out kind of to see how we're doing and see how staff is doing. Most of our staff... Those of you that have been in and been in the tap room, you know that we don't have a big staff as it is, which is very intentional. Um, we, everyone that works for us has been with us basically from the start. We've had zero turnover, which is pretty much completely unheard of in this industry. And I absolutely love our crew. I love our people. I love the way that they interact with you, the customer. It's what makes us us. It's it sure it's about beer. A lot of places make great beer. It's the people, it's our customers, it's our bar staff that makes us what what we are. And so to that end, um, we did have a little 
a quick staff meeting last Monday. Most of our staff does have other jobs. This is a second gig for pretty much everybody. Um, and so also all of those folks who still have a paycheck coming in basically said give all the shifts to those that do not. And so that's kind of what we've done. We've completely shrunk it down. I'm not going to get into anybody's specific uh, scenario or case. Um, but obviously we've had Kelly working with us a lot. She, uh, her main gig is, um, is as a photographer um, doing mostly um, mostly weddings, I think, is kind of her, her main thing. But she does a lot of other. She does some commercial shoots and family shoots. And, um, you know, with, with limiting close contact, that business is pretty much completely dried up, too. So um, she'll be, um, in theory, the one behind, uh, you know, filling a lot of your cans and growlers and stuff like that. Um, and then Soren, our brewer, uh, he obviously has not been brewing quite as much beer as normal. And I'm trying to do my best. He's our only real full-time employee, and I'm doing my best to make sure that we can keep him on as long as absolutely possible. We, we, we want to do this for the duration. The tricky part is, of course, um, you know, watching the bank balance and making sure that we keep an eye on the long-term health of the business and that we can recover from this and come out of this and not only survive but thrive on the back end. And so... You know, it's touch and go, but um, pretty much everybody, you know, that that works for us um, has something to fall back on. And we're we've got um, we're doing our best for those that not that don't. So uh, everyone this week has been amazingly generous with tips. Um, know that we all appreciate that so much. Uh, we actually kind of sat down and made some notes on people that had left big tips and, and to, to give specific thank yous to people. And there, there's just almost too many to really keep track of. Um, but be aware you, you know, those of you that know me, um, you've seen me behind the bar, you'll see me doing carry out and stuff next week. Know that I'm not taking any of those tips. Um, those are all going directly to my staff. There will be, um, you know, every everybody that's got a portion of it, if Soren is, is making cans, if, if Kelly is serving cans and, and anybody else that comes in to help out, know that uh, that they're getting all that money and I'm not keeping a dime of it for myself. So um, continue to be generous. Uh, we'll get it all to them and that helps us take care of them as long as possible and as much as we can um, through this tough time. And, and we, we appreciate that so much. Um, let's see. What else do I have here? So, uh, got asked several times last week, you know, are we still brewing? What's going on? We didn't brew it all last week. Uh, it was just a little bit too hectic and crazy. And honestly, we weren't sure if we were going to be able to operate in a week. And if we made, you know, hazy IPA or something like that and weren't allowed to serve it for a month, it's just going to go to waste. So we really didn't, um, didn't brew it all last week, which was fine because we had, um, those of you that have been in know that we had some special beer that we did make available. Uh, the Fluff and Crunch, uh, which is our marshmallow fluff and cinnamon toast crunch cereal pastry stout. Ridiculous 15% beer. Um, and that whole series, we do have those beers uh, still coming out. So uh, Fluff and Puff will be the next one. That will be available next week. Um, so get ready for that. Um, and then we do also have in the back still yet to come. And these will kind of slowly roll out. We're not going to put them all on at once. Um, they keep just fine at 15%. So we're going to kind of roll them out slowly. Um, but we do have the peanut butter uh, puff, which is 
uh, peanut butter cocoa puff cereal and uh, marshmallow fluff in a big stout. Uh, and then the last of the bunch is thicker than a snicker, which is actually made with, um, I think it was maybe 20 or 30 pounds of chopped up uh, Snickers bars. And it is ridiculous. Personally, I think it's probably the best stout um, that we've made here. Uh, one of our bartenders, Casey, he has, um, we've trained him how to brew in the back and he comes up with some of these cockamamie ideas and uh, I give him a lot, of, a lot of crap and roll my eyes at it, but um, he's come up with some pretty amazing beers and, um, and they're awesome. And thicker than a Snickers is just going to be absolute fire. So get ready for that. Those will be coming down the road. Um, one thing that has tripped us up a little bit as we start to move forward on brewing again, um, as Soren and I have been talking about our production schedule, you guys know that we make a lot of new beers all the time, right? We were big on innovation. Um, you know, we brewed hundreds and hundreds of beers in two and a half years. And, and we like that. We like to try new stuff. We like to do different stuff and, and, do stupid weird things and also do some traditional styles and one thing that's tripping us up a little bit with doing carry out only and due to due to the uh, executive orders we're not allowed to give tastes because that would be considered on-site tasting um to debut a new beer and say okay you can't have a taste of it you just have to buy cans and growlers of it i i don't know i don't know if that is that something that you guys want is that something that we can try um we do have, uh, we actually just kegged it up today, I believe, um, a new double IPA coming out called Pretty Pri I'm a Pretty Pretty Princess, um, which is kind of an ironic name because it's a big rough and tumble, uh, I think it's around 10% double IPA, and it is super bitter. It might be the most bitter IPA that we've made. Um, it's got really nice sweetness to it, though, even though it's, it's a big IPA, very, very traditional, kind of a lighter bodied, but heavily hopped IPA um, that's going to be awesome so you hopheads uh, fans of uh, Eureka Super Sim you're going to have to stay the night those kind of beers that we've done before you're going to love this one uh, the pretty pretty princess so uh, keep an eye for that one that'll probably hopefully be on tap sometime next week um, so those are kind of some of the new things that we've got going um, I have put together a couple of new recipes on some stuff that I want to try so we do have hopefully some some innovations still coming your way um but we're also balancing that with trying to find what's going to sell in this environment and in this way we've definitely noticed that our tap list moves in a significantly different manner doing all carry out than it did when we have flights available and pints and, and things are just moving in different velocities than we normally would have seen with regular sales. So um, that process of knowing how fast beers go and what to brew when is a very learned experience. And so now having to learn it all over again is a challenge. So um, we may not keep 20 on tap all the time. We may have to shrink it up a little bit for it to make sense for carry out. We may have to um, try some completely different things. We might have to just stick to stuff that we've done before. I'm not really not sure. So bear with us as we figure all that out. We know this is probably going to be a bit of a long haul. The, uh, the length of the stay at home order, um, regardless of what happens after that, it feels like we're probably going to be at carry out only sales for quite a while here. And so this, uh, this too shall pass and this will become the new normal 
but we're definitely in a learning curve, um, as you all are too. So, um, bear with us if we, as we do all that, we'll get it figured out. Um, I mentioned earlier, um, about the need for, um, more growlers and howlers. One nice thing last week when we were doing, um, pickup sales only, we had the sanitizer bucket by the door and we allowed you all to bring growlers and howlers, dunk them in the sanitizer and then hand them to our staff so that we didn't have any crossover. Uh, doing curbside only, we won't be able to do that. There's the, the logistics in that are just too difficult and it also would defeat the purpose of us handling things as little as possible. So what I've decided to do, I actually ordered more growlers and howlers today because I know that we're going to need more again. We're going to do new glass only. So if you order a growler or a howler, it will have to come in new glass. Uh, but here's the cool part. Um, because I understand that a lot of you don't necessarily want new growlers and howlers and you would only just want to refill if at all possible. What I'm going to do is basically look at those growlers and howlers as just a vessel to sell beer. And so we're not going to mark them up at all. So you're going to get uh, growlers or howlers at cost. So when you um, go to the web portal, which is not live yet, but it, we'll have it up there um, eventually, you'll be able to click on growler, go to your whichever beer that you want, and the price that you see includes the new glass, uh, and it's not marked up at all. It's basically the price that we that we paid um, to get it printed uh, and shipped to us is, is what you're going to be paying in addition to the beer. So hopefully that deal helps. Um, you know, I guess really it just becomes just no different than, you know, buying a bottle of beer or something like that at that point. Um, and that'll help take the stress off the cans a little bit. I mentioned before how um, we're going to be short on cans. Uh, I was able to find a local supplier that does boxes of cans that um, I got another maybe week or two worth uh, from them, and they are now sold out also. So... Unfortunately, there is the possibility that we may run out of cans at some point before we get our next order in, which takes about a month for the shrink-wrapped cans. So we're doing our best we can with that. That's why I ordered more of the glassware, because that way we can keep pouring even if we run out of cans. So we're going to do our best with it, try to figure that sort of thing out and figure out what's going on. Um, Last thing, uh, I think, unless I think of something else, the uh, Better on Draft, March Draftness. Uh, we're in the Elite Eight right now. That round ends on Friday, and we are behind. This is the competition that we won last year. Uh, they did expand it out this year. Last year it was 32 teams. This year it was a full 64. Uh, and we're going against uh, Blake's Brewery, which is an offshoot of Blake's Hard Cider. And... Um, and we're losing right now. So um, you can go to our website and find the link for that, uh, or you can go to Better on Draft on Facebook. Uh, it is a Facebook poll, so all you have to do is go to Better on Draft, find that matchup, click on our logo, uh, and that's how you vote for us. So um, hopefully that's... Uh, it's still pretty tight. While we are behind, um, we still, we're still in there. So um, there's a little more interest this year. The vote totals are higher. We snuck up on some people last year, especially on the east side of the state. And so uh, we're, we're because we won it last year, I think we uh, kind of have the bullseye on our back this year. So we need the 424 Army to show up and show out and uh, 
and try to get us through this next round, get us into the final four, uh, so we can hopefully win that thing. Uh, and those of you that are unaware of how that all went down last year, um, by winning that um, that that March draftness, uh, better on draft bought a full half barrel of Juice Weasel, and we had a a uh, a party where basically you could come in and they would give you a pint of beer because they purchased the entire keg. So um, we would do something similar if we want again. I don't know if we'd do Weasel or if we'd mix it up again, do something different. But uh, there's free beer in it for you, or beer that's been purchased by better on draft i should say that's in it for you if i say free mlcc does not like that so um so yeah give us your vote do that sort of thing uh we're still working our butts off behind the scenes here this week to try to figure out uh the best way to handle all this curbside pickup next week so that's the next big thing coming up keep an eye on facebook keep an eye on our website those things will be coming at you shortly uh, I'll be doing some web testing here on some of that stuff over the next few days uh, before we go live with all of it. And hopefully it's a pretty smooth process. Um, we will have uh, all of our merchandise up on there too. So um, as well as some specials, there's a handful of things that I want to move as clear out. So um, you might uh, be able to get yourself a sweatshirt or a t-shirt or something like that. Um, so when you go out to uh, to do your pickup uh, to get all your essentials and stuff and, and you want to stop and, and pick up your growler, holler, or cans. Um, if there's a t-shirt on there that you like or something, you can include that in your order. We'll carry it all right out to your car. So uh, we have been asked a lot if we are doing shipping at all on any of that stuff. At this point, we're not. Um, it's just we don't do enough online sales and shipping to make to get shipping discounts to make it worth it. I, I don't see where it's logical um, for us. You know, it would cost us seven, eight, nine bucks to ship you a sweatshirt, and either I eat that and then we don't make any money on it, um, or you pay all of that, uh, and I don't think that is very fair to you either. So, um, at some point in the future, maybe we'll look at doing that, but but not right now. Um, in the meantime being closed this week. Uh, if you do want to support us, you can still go to our webpage. If you go to brewery424.com and click on merchandise, that's where you'll find the link to buy an e-gift card. Um, so those of you that are regulars, you know you're going to be back. I'm here to tell you that we're going to be here through this thing and we're going to come out on the other end of it. Um, even if it's months, we're going to figure out a way to be around. So um, your money is safe buy an e-gift card that helps us keep the lights on um, during all of this and a lot of people have done that or even you know when we did pick up last week come in and, and bought pretty substantial gift cards and the amount of support that we've received with that has been tremendous um, it's been enough at a couple points to almost bring me to tears um, and so so keep that coming we, we we really appreciate it most of you that that know me that know Aaron um, or that, you know, have been around a lot that, that know the story of this place, know that it's just us. Um, there are no other investors. There's no big money behind this. It's just me and Aaron. We cashed out some retirement stuff. We took a home equity line. We literally went all in. So, um, our house is on the line with this place. Um, and it, it's scary. These are scary, scary times to be a small business and to have startup debt and to have, all of this going on that is really nothing to do um, with how you operate your business or nothing that you asked for. It's just unfortunate circumstances. But 
throughout times there have been unfortunate circumstances for small businesses and those um, those that do it right survive and so hopefully we've done it right part of the reason we've grown extremely slowly is that um, I've always been a little bit risk averse despite taking a home equity line and cashing out retirement to start this place and not having as much debt as we possibly could if we wanted to grow really fast and had a huge equipment loan and had a ton of debt service um, things could be a lot worse for us right now so um, one of the advantages of being small on purpose is kind of coming home to roost a little bit and I, I always knew that there I've said for years that a lot of the growth in this, in this industry has happened during very good financial times and that not many people had been around to see a downturn and I knew that there'd be a downturn eventually. I didn't expect it to happen in a week and a half. <laughs> I was kind of thinking that was going to be more of a slow recession thing. But here we are, um, and we're, we're going to figure it out. And you're going to figure it out, and, uh, and your neighbors are going to figure it out. We're going to get through this thing together. So I appreciate you all listening to me. Those of you that have had conversations with me before know that I don't shut up. And so wrapping this thing up um, in under a half an hour is probably a small miracle. But um, thank you for listening. I'll hopefully be back with some more news maybe in a week or two, depending to see how things go and, and how busy I am, and give you an update on where things are at and, uh, and what we're figuring out to survive. So until then. That's a wrap on the first Brewery 424 podcast. Check you next time.